and welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is Angel Mercado. Angel, the lead singer of the original Cover Girls. Now, if there was a Mount Rushmore of freestyle music, Cover Girls would certainly be on there. They had massive hits back in the day with Show Me, Promise Me, Inside Outside, and Name a Few. We talk about how she got discovered, her departure from the band before the third album came out. She's still touring with the original Cover Girls now. Uh, she talks about how, obviously, how COVID has affected the band. Uh, super sweet, fantastic performer. I love her so much. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with her. So Angel, thank you so much for joining me. Um, big been a fan of you guys since you know the beginning, but uh, even before that, um, who were some of your influences like growing up? Some of my influences. Well, thank you for having me, of first course. of all. <laughs> and um, uh, you know, I I'll always have to say Diana Ross. And Sarah Cruz. Okay. Those are two of my big influences, and my mom, who was a singer. So, so your your mom was very supportive of the career path you took. Oh, my parents were very supportive. Okay. Absolutely. That's great because I I had uh, Lisa Lisa on you know about a month ago, and you know she told me that she you know snuck out of the house. She was like one of ten kids snuck out of the house you know to start her career. So. You didn't have to do that. Well, you know, I'm one of ten kids as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys had that no, in common. No, you know what? As long as I was doing something productive, right. my parents were good. They oh, were good at what I was doing. Right. Oh, that's good. I mean, I started in the business very young, though. I, I started out as an actress. Okay. Not as a singer. I did off-Broadway. I started out at nine years old. Oh, wow. So yeah, I got a scholarship to an acting school. From there, I was uh, I did off Broadway, and then you know everybody was like, "Oh, you have such a beautiful voice, you should sing." So I mean, it was easier than getting the job. I would go and I sing at you know singing contests, and I would win most of the time. Right. <laughs> so I didn't have to work. I mean, I take the money, and that's what I lived on. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to buy anything I wanted as a teenager, you know. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So, mm-hmm. when everyone told you to sing, was it difficult to decide between the singing and the acting? You know, I I, I love both. Right. I absolutely love both. But the singing just took off, and it was so much fun going on the road and seeing all new places and meeting. I was meeting so many stars. Right. It was, it was incredible. Uh, that's great. So, how, how did you first hear about the... Um, I guess the audition for the cover girls and like, how did, how did that come about? Well, management at that time um, met me um, at a nightclub and told me about the audition. Met me at a nightclub and after that, we bumped into each other, actually, in City Island in the Bronx. And he told me about the audition. And um, I, at first, I really didn't want to do a three-girl group. I wanted to be a solo artist. Right. But I said, but then he told me it was going to be the song Show Me. And I had heard the demo of Show Me. Because there was a demo of Show Me. Okay. And I said, oh, my God, it's such a great song. Like, I, I couldn't I couldn't give, you know, pass it up. I had to go and audition. Right. Just to get that song.
mentioned, you know, Diana Ross was one of your influences growing up. Hey, she started in Supreme, so there you go. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. That I ended up in a three-girl group. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I always loved Diana because the way she she just tells the story when she sang. Like, you understood everything she was singing. Right. And how she felt and what she meant. Same thing with Celia Cruz. Like, they're so, they were so passionate when they told the story, and I just loved that. It was almost like they were acting at the same time right. while they were singing. Yeah. And and they both had such, like, stage presence as well. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. So what was, like, the process like to audition for the group? Oh, that was so funny. So I had it all backwards. I show up. There was a bunch of girls there with the little, you know, leotards on and stretching and dance routines and music and you know these chicks were ready you know mm. i went there with no music i had just came out of work i was working for the state at the time um i was working with um handicapped mentally handicapped children okay so i went there with some jeans on cut off from um, thermal shirt sneakers some reeboks my hair was shaved on the side like mm. i was no makeup on like, definitely not a cover girl, right. you know? <laughs> so they come in, you know, into the audition, you know, so, I mean, they definitely were looking at me like, what the hell is this chick doing here, you know? <laughs> all, they were all glamorous, beautiful, you know, five. I didn't see anybody under five, six, I would say. No one under five, six at all at that audition. Um, so they come in and they ask everybody, you know, would you like to drink? Because it was at a nightclub. When we were auditioning, it was during the day, but at a nightclub. So everyone was like, nah, I brought my water. I don't want to drink. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, right there, so, you know, everyone that worked for the management, you know, we got along and we're cracking up and we're talking, uh, you know, while these girls are auditioning. But I got there last. So I wasn't going to audition anyway. First, you know, we, we had a line. Right. And I was like the last person to get there. So I knew I was going to have to wait to audition anyway. So I hung out with them. We were talking. All these girls are doing their thing, you know, mm. their dance steps, their music. So when it got to my turn, I had no music. I had no dance steps. So I started to sing Whitney Houston, Saving All My Love. Okay. So they stopped me. I sang some of it. They stopped me. And they said, listen, you have a beautiful voice, but that's not what we're looking for. So I wasn't going to let it end too quick like that. So I said, um, well, what is it you're looking for? Well, you know, we're looking for like a sweet sound, a really pretty voice. And so put my, you know, my thinking cap on mm-hmm. while I'm standing there. And I said, well, something like this. And I started to sing Rainy Davis, okay. Sweetheart. So once I started singing it, they said, that's it. That's the sound we want. So I'm feeling good about it. But, you know, nothing came of it. You know, they said, good night to everybody. Have, you know, thanks for coming. I left. And, you know, I thought nothing of it. About a week later, they called me and they said, you're our new lead singer. Wow. They already had Carolina Sunshine. They just needed the lead singer. Okay. So basically, you know, they said, you're our new lead singer. So it was awesome. It was exciting. Did you have any time with, with with the other two before you guys like went into the studio to record? 
was right in the studio. Okay. No, no, no. I went right into the studio. I recorded the song. Um, once it was done, we started uh, rehearsing, me and the girls, because we were going to be performing right away. Right. Even before the song was pressed, they played it on the radio, and it was a hit right away. So they had to rush everything. They had to rush the, the, the song, the, the record being pressed. They had to rush us performing. They had to rush a video. You know, everything had to be rushed right. at that point. It wasn't long after. You know what? I, I can't even say it was even more than a year. Okay. It wasn't even more than a year. And uh, we, we were performing Show Me, and we were performing a Janet Jackson song and a Banana Rama song because we only had Show Me. Right. So they said, you have to start recording so you have more songs to perform. Um, so right away, I, mean, I knew of a guy named David Cole. Right. And I loved him. I thought he was so talented. So he had a song called Because of You. And I loved it. So I told them about them, about Clivellis and Cole. And they so they brought in Clivellis and Cole and um, Little Louis Vega. Okay. Who produced Because of You. David wrote it, but um, they all produced it together. People don't know that. They don't know Little Louis was involved. And I realized I never brought that up before. But yeah, he was involved in it. And he produced that song with them. So that was one song, and I also loved Crazy David. I remember I sang her song for the audition. She had um, a song that I loved, which was Spring Love. So I ended up recording that one. So pretty much, you know, when it came to the album, I had a lot of input. Oh, that's good. In what I was recording and what we were going to release. But what's funny is the one song I didn't like, everybody loves. Not, it's not that I didn't like it. I felt like I sounded like Shirley Temple on it. <laughs> but everybody loved it, which is Inside Outside.
great. Yeah, that was about the only song. song. Right. I was like, ah, oh, do I have to? Yeah. But everything else I loved on the album. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, the album was a huge success. Had all, all the great singles. I I played, you know, the cassette, you know, like crazy. I, well, you know, Show Me beat out Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's bad in Japan. Oh wow! Okay. He was number two, and we were number we were number one. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So like, you guys you get thrown together. You have you know a hit song worldwide now. Did you, like, feel the pressure at all? You know what? It was such a whirlwind. You couldn't feel anything. Right. It was almost like you're numb. Like, you're you're a machine. There was no sleep. I was recording the first album. What the, look, I was recording the first album. I would go into the studio. And then I would, I would go into the studio all night. Then I would go home, take a shower, get my sister, leave on the road. Um, I would perform in nightclubs, then do radio for the morning show, which is at 6 in the morning. So I basically didn't sleep, I don't think, for about two years. Well, no. I don't think I had any sleep. Right. I slept where I could. I would sleep backstage at shows, <laughs> anywhere I could, on a plane. Right. So it was just such a whirlwind. You mm. know, and it's so sad. You do so many incredible, incredibly fun things and everything, but it's just going so fast. It's going so fast. Like you're in a world, you know? Yeah. How many clubs do you think you performed, like, per night? Um, that I know of, we were doing over 200 shows a year. Right. And, I mean, we would do four clubs in a night. We would, listen, we were on tour and doing clubs as well. So we would do the show, which would end about 9 o'clock. Then we'd go, go take a shower, change, and go and do a nightclub. Wow. And then go and do a TV show or a radio station in the morning. And then get back on the bus and go to the next place. So, I, I'd so ima- you know, yeah. basically sleeping on the bus. Right. So I'd imagine, like, being, you know, with uh, the two other girls, like, nonstop, you guys kind of form this sisterly bond. You know, I imagine, you know, love-hate relationship, right? <laughs> oh, you know what? You, you hit it right on the nose. It, it was definitely a sisterly bond. It's like you fight over dumb things. Right. But nothing really serious, nothing that's crazy, nothing that can't be fixed. So that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. So do you remember where you were I, where you, when you first heard Show Me on the radio? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I was still living with my parents, but I had the apartment downstairs. My parents had a three-family. But I was in my parents' apartment, and my girlfriend calls, my girlfriend Sadie. She says, oh, my God, turn on the radio. You're on the radio right now. Your freaking song is on the radio. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I turned it on, so me and my parents are like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, we couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe that I was on the radio. It was, like, huge. Right. It was huge. You know, it was a really big deal. And it was, yeah, I could still feel the excitement right now at this point. Right. Over 30 years later. Yeah. No, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it was a really big accomplishment, you know? Oh, and, is, you know, to yeah. be there and hear for the first time with your parents, you know, everybody wants their parents to be proud of them. Right. So, you know, it's almost like, wow, you know, I feel like I'm making my parents proud, you know? Right. And I, I'm, I'm. Just by I'm, being me, you right. know? And I, I'm sure they were ecstatic for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
you know, they were both in the entertainment industry. Okay. They they both left the entertainment entertainment industry to get married and have children. So I picked up where they left off. Okay. Are there any other like your siblings who kind of went your path as well, or no? Listen, I am, I have, listen. All my siblings are incredible singers. Right. And none of them took this path. Most of them are law enforcement, actually. Okay. Most of them are law enforcement, NYPD, corrections, you know, security, you know. Right. So you have a lot of protection, man. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have ten siblings, so. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there like once? I know you mentioned like when you first heard the demo that show me. You know, you immediately wanted to audition, record. Was was that the song that kind of stood out above the rest that kind of drew you to the band? I you know I loved all the songs. I remember, I had a, a, a hand in picking the songs. Right. So I loved all the songs, but to this day, I would have to say the most fun is when I perform "Show Me." It okay. really is. Right. It's so much fun. You know, I even had my granddaughter performing it with me, so it's, you know, right. uh, it's dynamite. Great. You know, we have yeah. a great time. Uh, that, 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 that's cool, yeah. Now, was did you have, like, the same amount of input as yeah, uh, Caroline and Sunshine, or did you kind of have more input in the songs? Of the, on, on oh, I definitely had more. No, no, they weren't involved in any of that. I, okay. was, I was definitely the one that was involved in that. Okay. No, yeah. Was, yeah. was, that, was that ever an issue or no? Was that ever an issue? Yeah, it just became a little bit of an issue once Margo was in the group. It's really, you know, with Caroline and Margo. Not really with Sunshine, but with Caroline and Margo. Okay. But, you know, I fought for them to be able to sing on the second album. Right. Which they did. Which they did. And, um, you know, it was a nice thing. I fought for them, and they were able to do it. Right. So, no. everybody was happy. Oh, that's good, yeah. No, yeah, because you know, the second album, we can't go wrong. Was also a, you know, a fantastic album. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, was there ever like I don't know because you you, know, you have a girl group and like you know freestyle kind of you know took off then. Did, did you guys ever feel like you were taken advantage of? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right, that's a loaded question. Oh my god, <laughs> I felt like I was a slave. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now, you said you fought for the other girls, you know, to sing. Now, did you ever like fight for your yourself as well? I know, even being the lead singer, just you know, fighting for you know. Well, that was the beginning of the end. Once okay. I started opening my mouth. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that right. was the beginning of the end. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, you know, I felt like you know things weren't working out, and you know, they told me, you know, well, you know, let's try and fix things. Right. You know, let's, you know. Well, why don't you stay and, you know, support the second album? And so I decided, you know, listen, I never wanted to hurt the group. I always wanted to work with the group. So I said, okay, I'll stay and I'll support the album. Little did I know, they had somebody already to replace me. She was at all my shows watching me perform. Right. And so I'm thinking, everything's cool. I'm supporting the second album. You know, they're going to give me a little bit more for the third album. You know, because it, it, it really had nothing to do with the other girls. It had to do with, this is my life. Right. Music is my life. Singing is my life. It wasn't the other girls' lives. They loved it. They did it. But it wasn't their life. 
Right. It was my life. I knew no matter what, I was going to continue to sing for the rest of my life. Right. I was going to continue to perform. I was going to, you know, I was going to continue to be an entertainer. So, you know, I, I, I wanted, you know, more, and, you know, I wanted more um, emphasis on myself in the sense that, you know, I said, okay, well, can we do things this way? Whereas I would be able to um, record a solo album and the cover girls at the same time. Okay. Or we would be able to do like Diana Ross did, where she did Diana Ross and the Supremes. Okay, Angel and the cover girls, you know, right. something like that. Because, you know, to the girls, their whole life was getting married, having children. You know, that wasn't my, that wasn't what I wanted. Right. I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to be a singer. This is going to be my, this is my lifelong dream. This is going to be my life. I knew it. So I was just trying to work things out. But, you know, management was going back to the girls, making it look a different way than what it was. It had nothing to do with them. It had to do with me. Right. You know, and I knew that I had to keep making steps in order to keep my career going. You know, what happened to in the what what would happen the day that they didn't want to do it anymore? What's gonna happen to me? Right. Now now do you think So, right. you know, they they you know, they and what they did was pacify me. Said, Okay, um, you know, support the second album and then we'll work on everything for the third album. Oh, okay, cool. I'm supporting it. I'm being cool with everybody. We're having a great time. And then I get, my lawyer calls me. I'm getting ready to go to the airport and tells me, don't go to the airport. You've been replaced. Wow. What? I was like, what? What are you talking about? You've been replaced. So it was very underhanded. Yeah. But, you know, joke was on them because we decided to Capitol Records and they, they dropped them right there. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> joke was on management because they fucking dropped them. Yeah. Right when they dropped me, you know. So. Right, and that that was. But you know, I never wanted to hold that against the girls, you know. No, of course not. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, I'm sure there because, were tough you know, they, situations they, too. They weren't involved in the day to day the way I was. Right. I was involved in the business part of it. I mean, I wanted to be involved in everything. Right. Now, now, do you think they were more like? They were more like, you know, show up, do your show, you know? Go home, right. And leave. Yeah. Right. Now, you know? Yeah. Now, now, do you think, like, the management just figured it's the cover girls, anyone's replaceable, it doesn't matter if you sang at all the, the songs for the first two albums, you're basically just a voice, you're not really, you know, front and center, so we can just re replace you just like that. Right. Basically, I didn't matter. Right. And, and like you said, the joke was on them. Joke was on them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I guess... Like, so, you know, it was, it, was, it was just a bad scene, all, you know, all around. Right. But but now, um, like, you guys are back and the original cover girls. Now, do you guys have to obviously use the original part because, I guess, management has the name? Your old management? Is that what it is? No. No. We use the original because they have fake girls out there okay. using the name. Okay. So in order for people to know they are getting the original group, right? we use the original. No, we can use the cover girls. We've used it before. We tell promoters, use whatever you want. Right. You want to use the cover girls, use the cover girls. You want to use the original cover girls, use the original cover girls. I prefer to use the original cover girls because you know what you're getting. Exactly. Okay. You know? Right. 
No, because there's yeah. no surprises there. Right. No, because I, I I've seen you guys a couple times, and yeah, that's what was was billed as you know the original Cover Girls, and you guys didn't disappoint. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh no, of course. Thank yeah, you. I, I, absolutely. Now, like, because I, I, you know, I saw Two Times Show is one of the you know freestyle shows. Now, you guys have you know a, a really decent catalog. Have you guys ever thought of just touring by yourself and maybe like an opening act rather than just do one of these freestyle shows? Oh, we've we've, we've been touring. We've been touring with groups, and we've been touring on our own. We've been doing shows on our own. Okay. So All we're right. doing both at the same time, and I'm still performing as Angel OCG. Okay. I've never stopped performing as Angel OCG. Okay, good. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. No, I would never stop that because, once again, what happens when everybody gets tired of doing it? Right, that's true. It's, it's, it's you. I'm not going to get tired. Yeah, <laughs> good. good. I know that. I know I'm going to, you know, still be performing. Right. Like, you know, in the Freestyle Haiti, there were so many bands. And, like, another one that kind of stood out also from New York was New Sensation. And um, were you guys ever confused for them or vice versa? No, I don't think we ever gotten confused for each other. Okay. Because, you know, it was a totally different sound. Well, okay. Um, we didn't resemble each other. Right. Yeah, but there was so many three-girl groups back then. There was so many three-girl groups back then. Holy smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three-girl groups were a dime a dozen. Yeah. yeah you know? You know expose well, shout-out to, to Marianne Ware, Marty from uh, the original Sweet Station. Right. Shout-out to her. That's my girl. Good. No, yeah, they were fantastic as well. They were, they were, yeah, they were, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Listen, I always said, they were the girls that brought it with the dance steps. Right. I always said that nobody could touch them on stage. Right. Like, they had an incredible high-energy show. Yeah, no, I, I, I love seeing them too. perform. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were great as well. Definitely. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, you mentioned, you know, before, like, when Show Me came out, you immediately had to shoot a video. Did you enjoy making the videos? Oh, I loved making the okay. videos. I was so nervous the first video, though. Okay. I was really nervous because I was a tomboy and, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, is she going to be able to pull it off? Right. <laughs> is she going to be able to look girly? She, you know, and let me tell you something. I'm an actress. Right. So you tell me what I have to do, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, you know, and yeah. I rocked it. Right, and you mentioned you you still had like you know the if the shave side of the head. Did you still have that when you shot the video? Did you have wear a wig? I had actually a hairpiece. The ponytail that I'm wearing is show me. Yeah, is a hairpiece. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so yeah. So it was so funny. Yeah, they put a hairpiece on me. Right. <laughs> My hair was so short. It was still growing. Right. Because I had it shaved on one side, then I cut it really short hmm. after that. Right. You know, to let it grow in. And, um, yeah. yeah, but he put a hairpiece on me, ponytail. Okay. <laughs> when, uh, I guess during that time, or maybe it was a little while after you guys toured with the Mitchells on the Block, who I guess probably then were the, like one of the biggest bands in the world. So how, how was that like? Incredible. It was amazing. They were really nice guys. We had so much fun on that tour. But like I said, once again, we were doing the tour plus doing nightclubs. Right. So I was doing the radio feed, so it was like a whirlwind. But it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. We had a great time with them. And I'm glad we did it, you know? And we did it with those guys. It was a, it was a great, you know, it was a great combination. Right. And you also had, like, the honor of being the last musical guest on American Bandstand. Yes, yes, we were. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, we did American Bandstand twice, so that was the second time we did it, actually. Right. And we were the last guest yeah. on it. Yeah. Did you guys uh, listen during that one, or you had it performed live? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. Did we lip sing? Because I always sang. Right. So I don't know if they had a track on okay. when I was singing. Right, okay. That's what I'm trying to remember. I always sang, okay. but I don't know if they had a track on. Any, any good experience, any good stories about that doing that show? Well, you know, it's just so funny that we just talked about this, me and Latif. Okay. That, you know, when I did Soul Train, Don Cornelius was joking around with me, was messing with me while I was on stage. Right. You know, after, after I performed, when he was interviewing us. And um, Dick Clark did the same thing. Okay. On American Bandstand. I said, isn't that crazy that they both did the same thing? He said, no. He said, it's like a form of, kind of like a form of flirty. It was almost like they were flirty. I said, really? <laughs> I said, I never thought of that, you know, that way. I mean, I was always a tomboy. Never thought of anybody, you know, right. thinking, oh, wanted to flirt with me. Like, it was never, you know. Never and thought. then I'm in a group with these girls that look like models. So I yeah. never, it never in my mind. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I you, never saw it that way. Right. Yeah, but you're the lead singer. That's, you know, the, the you know, you, Everything gets drawn to you, so of course, you know, Don Cornelius and uh, Dick Clark are gonna, you know, single you out and kind of flirt with you. Yeah. 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 I guess so. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know what? Listen, freestyle has been so good to me. Right. It's been great to me. You know, I couldn't have asked for a better career. I've had my ups, I've had my downs, I have no regrets. Yeah. You know, I love everything about it. Um, I'm at a new phase in my life right now. I'm getting ready to go back on tour, but at the same time, you know, my husband has been so supportive of me, right. but now I, it's almost like the roles are reversing, and I feel like I'm starting to manage him. Okay. Because he has his books being released. Okay. Um, um, he has his nighttime podcast, Good Night Freestyle, so that's every night. Right. Um, and he's a TikTok star, You know, he right? has that out, and, <laughs> and we're actually working on a podcast together. Oh, great. That's cool. Which is going to be a weekly podcast, right? So yeah, so you know we're going to be talking about about you know the business, about life, current events, books, movies. It's going to be interactive with the fans, you know, um, DJs. I mean, I just have so much going on, and I'm just so blessed, and I'm just so happy. No, but no. I will tell you one thing about freestyle: we need to pat ourselves on the back. Everybody that has anything to do with freestyle. We need to pat themselves on the back right now because it's been over 30 years and we're still filling up arenas. Yeah, yeah, and you bring, you know? yeah. So, and you bring up a great point because, um, you know, fans love it, but do you think, like, just overall it doesn't get the recognition it deserves? I mean, do we really? I don't really need recognition for anything. I'll pat myself on the back. Okay, <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. I'll pat myself on the back because, you know, the way I feel about it, oh my God, I mean, just think about it. These are people that recorded a record over 30 years ago, most of us. 30 years or almost 30 years ago or over 30 years ago. And you're still performing. Why would you even need anybody to give them recognition? I know I don't. Right. Personally. Yeah. And and really and truly, the people who do give you that recognition is the fans. And that's all you need is the fans. That's true. That's true. Anybody who thinks they need anybody else, you don't. Trust me. That's you need the fans. Yeah, that's true. If they, if they weren't showing you know? up, you wouldn't be performing anymore. So. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's why our pa our podcast is going to be, you know, around the fans. Uh, that's because, great. I mean, there's yeah. so many fans that have been supportive 
like I said, for over 30 years. And so I want to highlight those type of people, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, I'm doing publishing now. My husband's books. I'm learning about publishing. I'm, I'm doing so many marketing. I'm getting into marketing. So it's really an, it's an exciting time right now. You know, I mean, it's sad with the COVID, but it was almost like I could slow down. Right. Because I was working on so many things. And being on the road while I was doing all of this was a lot. Yeah. While we're helping to raise our granddaughter. Wow, I mean, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're all over again. You know, yeah. got rid of the kids and we're, we're doing it all over. Again. Exactly, start start over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're starting over. So, yeah, How, you know, yeah. but you know, think about it. People like you also that we need to thank and you know, and give recognition because I mean, you you're the one reaching out to me to, to interview me after over thirty years. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I know. so that makes me feel special. You know. Yeah, I you know, like I said before, you know, a huge fan of your music. It always, you know, brings a smile to my face, and I, you know, love freestyle from the beginning. You know, and it's just like I'm, oh, I, thank I'm, you, a middle-aged white guy, but you know, it's uh, it, <laughs> you know, it, it makes you know, it's great music. It makes me happy, and that's really what music should do. Yeah, well, I'm not going anywhere, so <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll be around. <laughs> Definitely, but yeah, before, have you ever listened to um, yeah, huh? No, I was just gonna say, like, you know, with the whole COVID thing, um, have you guys had a kind of a plan of what, when you guys can start, you know, resuming touring again? Have you heard anything? We got called for shows in August. I don't know if we're gonna do them. You don't have to talk right. to girls about it. We got called for shows in July and August. Okay. I'm not sure if we're gonna do them. You know, this, this has to be something like a group you know, decision. Right. Of course. On whether we're gonna do them or not. Yeah. But I can see us by by October, doing shows November around there, for sure. I don't know about before that. Right, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, we've been off a show. There's a lot of shows that are going to be in June, right? You know, but I don't know where it's going to be. Yeah, I know. You have to, you have yeah. to, you know, you have to be safe, especially when you're raising grandchildren, so you just want to make sure that, uh... Exactly. You know, I was just yeah. going to say that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But Angel, this is I have is, to be worried about that. Yeah. Angel, this is amazing. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Best of luck with everything. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. And, you know, love and blessings. And a special thanks to Angel for joining me today. Go check out the original Cover Girls on Facebook. They're also on Twitter at O-R-I-G Cover Girls. And if you have a guest suggestion, hit me up on Twitter at the personal one nine or like the page Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. If you don't have iTunes, not a problem. Shows on SoundCloud is also on Podbean. And go to livingmyyouth.threadless.com for all your merchandise, t-shirts, phone cases, hoodies, onesies. They're all there. A new episode comes out every Wednesday. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you next week.